So this is the fifth uh, question and answer session with Saito Tejaniya at the Vipassana Meta Foundation retreat in Maui on November 20th, ไอ้มาทําไมใส่เนี่ยตัวสิกุยเนี่ยตัวลูไรปี้ลูไรสายุปี้ตัวตัวจีเหมือนบ่ตัวตาปูไอ้ละเพจายตัวแท้ลูย
my greed is sticky, greed, greed never has enough, it's stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Greed thinks this is not enough. More. More. <laughs> greed wants more. <coughs> Anger has different job job description, right? So that's how we observe greed while it's working and we we then figure out its unique characteristics. Yeah. And it just this is how it happens. We are observing and then we notice something, we realize something. That's how it happens. Yes? Um, last night after the Q&A, uh, I was walking up the hill and Sidal <coughs> said to me, you haven't asked a question yet. Yes. And uh, I said, I don't have a question. He said, well, just talk about something and we'll make something out of it. <laughs> 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 so I said to him, uh, uh, actually, I'm quite shy. And I realized right then that, that was a lie. I'm not actually shy. <laughs> so I went to bed, and when I woke up this morning, I woke up absolutely terrified, and I've been frightened all day of having to talk here about my practice. So I've had the whole day to sit with fear. And wonderful and informative and um, what I've realized is that uh, this fear this I, I never want to talk about my practice like when Stephen Kamala offered to do extra interviews and a yogi over there said could I have two I thought she can have mine <laughs> I just don't like to talk about my practice and I wondered why I kept asking myself all day why is that Ooh. And finally, at some point, it came to me that I look at my practice through the lens of aversion because I just don't think it's good enough. Mm. So I was really aware of that and really sad about it. But the fear and the aversion, it's like a cycle that gets going. There's a thought that I have to talk about my practice. Then I fall into uh, fear and then aversion comes up and it just keeps ไอ้ซายดาฝึกกายนี่มันเนี่ยอาชีพเปียตุมีรออาชีพเปียตุเปียวเรเนี่ยตัวเช็ดตาลงไปอาสุเปียตุเปียวๆจิ๋นสิก
ไอ้อะไรกูกูจัดสิโลกันแล้วซ่าเนี่ยเปียวไรจูสุดาที่โปรเซสอีอารมณ์ตัวมาวันนั้นลงตัวมาเราเดาคณะคณะเซนซานเ
Present is our bull way. And because of the way Steve presented it, and it helped him see clearly, suddenly he realized that negative emotions are always reflected more strongly in the body. And he realized probably if we thought of positive emotions, we would realize the mental part more easily. Dhamma discussion is a part of the Dhamma. In fact, um, the Buddha talked about supporting factors for the uh, understanding of the Dhamma, and uh, Dhamma discussion is one of them. Cause of this was the opinion people. Yeah, the proximate causes of the arising of wisdom, actually. Yeah. Sometimes the Buddha had this kind of discussions with his disciples. He would ask them questions like, um, you know, is is the rupa permanent? Is the nama permanent? Is it impermanent? He would lead them through a series of questions at the end of which some some of his disciples (coughs) realized him. Because the Dharma is truly universal. It's really everything. Nothing is free of the Dharma because this is nature. Everything we experience and we know and everything is nature. And so if we speak, somebody will understand it. ว่าอยู่ลิเปียวเมนเนาะไอ้สาสาจินเนี่ยไอ้สาสาจินเนี่ยตีขึ้นเนี่ยเอ้าบ้ามาเสียจังโหลดาเยอะเนี่ยสิ
you no, notice it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And and uh, some the flavor can shift, like if there's been anger, um, and sometimes it can even be noticed that um, it seems like the thought was a response to something that was already in the mind, like anger that was already in the mind or mm. fear that was already in the mind. Yeah. Um, and, and sometimes I notice at the back side of it, even though it's can see the flavor come and go, like anger is here, and then it passes, and then watching the thought just be a thought, there's something like a little bit of wanting on the back end of that that's like, well, but this is really important. The content is really important. Yeah. And sometimes it, like it is. You know, it, it's related to something that's really important in my heart or in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just in the context of retreat, it feels easier to say, like, not now, sweetie. Let's think about that later. Yeah. Um, but And so, yeah. Happy to hear Saida's thoughts about that, but also as it relates to um, socially engaged practice in the world. Mm-hmm. And can I just stop you right there? Yeah. Thank you. ตัวอ่ะตัวอย่างตัวนี้มีนะตัวอย่างนี้อ่าตัวอย่างเจ้าอย่างนี้เลยตีได้มั้ยตัวตัวนี้ผิดเลยใส่ผิดเลยตีได
which understands the difference between reality and concept, then there's sanya, perception, right? And each has its place. They all come together. And it helps you to discern when what is important. So for example, Panya, wisdom, and uh, wisdom, Panya, let's just call it Panya, because <laughs> for me everything is wisdom, <laughs> Panya uh, recognizes um, sound, right? And it's uh, not identified with the sound, okay, if it's, if it's that level of Panya. But Sanya, perception, perception knows what that sound represents. Is somebody calling me? Is it somebody something I need to reply to? Um, or is it some, just a burden, you know? So in the in our life, in our daily lives, <clears throat> we need to judiciously use our ability, all these abilities of wisdom and perceptions that we have. We need to know how to marry them. So that they The Buddha in, in the suttas talked about the fact that there's only Namarupa, there's not a person. At the same time, he said, you must rely on yourself. one must rely on oneself. And the person who translated it somewhere took it to mean that um, if the Buddha can say you must rely on yourself, it means there is a you, since you must rely on yourself. And he said it's because the person did not take the translation in the context of the Buddha's entire teaching and what he meant by you, because you have to refer to it with a conceptual understanding. That's how people understand. But he, he means to rely on the good qualities in yourself. Mm. In good the mind. Mind. Right? Uh, 
เขาเรียกว่าตัวที่คุณควรจะมีในโลกถ้าเป็นโลกถ้าเป็นโลกถ้าเป็นโลกถ้าเป็นโลกถ้าเป็นโลกถ้าเป็นโลกถ้าเป
you know, you can watch a, a, a crowd and when there's enough you anger, they could make terrible mistakes. And, and we can learn from all that, right? And, um, and when, if everybody was wise, there would be, a, you know, different uh, way that things could happen. And, but we can only work with ourselves. And we learn from every, everything. And he said, we, as we keep learning, we will become um, more understanding. We will gain more understanding. We will become more balanced. We will still be able to stand up for what we believe is right, with the right attitude and the right motivations. We must always remember that whatever result we're trying to achieve, it isn't achieved because we want to achieve it. It's achieved when the right conditions come together. And we're only part of those conditions. So we make the effort, the right efforts that we to be put in. We, we attempt to have the right frames of mind that we, um, you know, that are required. But we must always remember that it, it is not, it's not happening because we want it to. And it's not like it must happen. If we are too vested in the result, it will frustrate us right away. <clears throat> the other night you talked about pain, and I'd like to, I think I need some more on that subject. I've been practicing quite a bit of pain, intense pain, and today for the most part um, I, I was really paying very close attention to my attitude and, you know, this is, this is what it is, this is how I'm working with it, the attitude is there. And I found over the course of the day, I just kind of felt worn down by it. And I realized that underneath it, there's an aversion that I want this different, despite what I'm on one level saying. And I'm just, I guess my question is, how can I drop even further into that? How can you drop? Well, drop into the, the, the attitude of truly getting it, that this is just the way it is right now. It's not solid. It's not. It's not fixed. It's you know all that kind of stuff. It's every morning is a new pain and all that. Nice thought. Nice thought. That's <laughs> <laughs> not how it's felt here. No. Can I ask a question? Sure. When you, when you were worn down and then you realized that there was an underlying aversion that you hadn't seen earlier, how? What happened after that? Well, I don't, I don't actually think it was much of a surprise. You know, I think I've kind of been fighting with it all day. Yeah. Um, and so it was just finally just kind of going, hell with it. And, you know, I don't want this. I'm pissed. Yes. I don't like it, you know, that kind yes. of stuff. So that means that throughout the day when you were sort of fighting it, you, you said that you were trying to watch the attitude and all that. So you were trying to watch the inversion that you knew was there? Is yes. that what you're saying? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <coughs> 
ตัวเลยตัวเลยตัวเลยตัวเลยตัวเลยตัวเลยตัวเลยตัวเลยตัวเลยตัวเลยตัวเลยตัวเลยตัวเลยตัวเลยตัวเลยตัวเลยตัว
making yourself stay in pain. Yeah, making ourselves more comfortable so that we can continue to be aware and not grow an unwholesome state of mind because the goal is to cultivate wholesome states of mind, right? We're not trying to overcome pain. We're acclimatizing so that we can learn about it. Just the, the short times that we can be with it will slowly accumulate and, and we can learn something. All we need to do is recognize. Sometimes we don't recognize we have a wrong attitude, and then so we continue, and at some point we recognize we have a wrong attitude. We're like, oh yeah, wrong attitude, that's why it's not working. We're like, okay, now I see the wrong attitude, wrong attitude, wrong attitude. And sometimes it seems to go away, and it's like, oh, no wrong attitude, it feels fine now. And sometimes it comes back and we don't realize, and then we recognize it again. And that's part of the process. Wrong attitude, yeah. He says the, the helpful thing about knowing wrong attitude, um, it's like it can't, it's not a sneakily disturbing us. It's still there, functioning, but it's not, um, I don't know how to say it, but it's better to know that that's why it's like this now than to not know and seem to be struggling with something. He wants to know, so when you recognize, like you said in the afternoon, you, you finally recognize that, well, there was an underlying aversion anyway. He said, did it change in any way? I think it hurt more. It hurt more. And did you change what you were doing in any way then?
the delusion than I ever have before. Um, and unskillful thoughts um, much more clearly, at least in this moment. Okay. Um, I was seeing it this morning to such a degree that I saw that I liked the self-righteousness, that wheel, round and round and round. And I would try to skillfully um, see what was happening, that mind was attaching. I saw the, I don't know if it was desire, but definitely liking, so I suppose that's desire. And then to see the aversion in that self-righteousness. Yes. <laughs> and I was, I've seen, I see that I've spent an adult lifetime really liking that wound. Ooh, round and round. <clears throat> um, and I must say, the whole morning was spent on that wheel. The hook was really in. Yeah. Um, no matter what I did, that thought, those thoughts were with me. Self-righteousness, liking, mm-hmm. um, seeing the delusion, the version. Mm-hmm. It was interesting how deep the hook was in. <laughs> um, and then the lunch bell rang. Some gratitude there, and so I was free for a moment. But appreciated, I could really see this yeah. in that moment. Mm-hmm. And then a Dharma friend, quite unrelated to any of this, um, we were talking about walking meditation, and she said, the teacher had said to her, if you take, just walk a bit, and then stop into that open awareness Mm -hmm. and see what happens. So walking meditation for just a little bit and then stopping. Mm -hmm. And I found that that spaciousness was there. Mm -hmm. And the thought arose, it may be that I was in such pain this morning Mm -hmm. that that spaciousness became more available. But same mind, mm-hmm. um, and two very uh, helpful experiences having to do with open awareness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I have to say that in this moment, I feel equanimous about either one, because they just... That's how it was. Mm. Um, so I'm speaking about this with gratitude. Mm-hmm. 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 
ဟာရှင်ရှင်းနေမြင်ရဲ့အထူးသဖြင့်ပဲမောဟောက်ဒီမနဲ့အဓိကအတွေ့အနေလဲဆိုတော့ကိုကိုကိုမှန်နဲ
Yeah, I can't even go. You just carry on. 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 You just if ever you find the mind getting worn down by what it's observing, he says, you can stop observing that. Go to something neutral, something that will relieve the mind. Right? All that matters is that the awareness goes on. Yeah. And if there's less aversion, the, the better. Yeah. It, the, the experience it this morning was... It was constantly there, no matter what I did. It was just there. But you were just aware. Did you have some struggle with it? Um, The struggle was realizing that I took some satisfaction, pleasure. Yeah. And then I'd see the delusion. Yeah. And I'd say... um, Paraphrasing here. Good. There it is. I see you. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And then a moment later, it's I was aware of there's that thought again that I'm enjoying the scenario. Mm. And there's this, the righteousness again. Mm. Yeah. That went on all morning. You know, and but I it didn't, tried to it didn't feel wearying or anything. I was curious about it. Okay, that's because fine. on the cushion I'm not able I've not been able to see it clearly. Then it's fine. Yeah. He's just concerned if we ever find something um, wearing us down, it means that there is some aversion in the mind towards it. But in this case it's it's fine. Just so we recognize mm-hmm. if we ever have such a Yeah. So this is interesting? ยาเดี๋ยวว่าสิบโลกเบอร์ชั่นเนี่ยแต่ไอ้สอนเนี่ยสอนโอเคแล้วทักทักทักโหดีดีไปเลยเนี่ยแต่ว่าตัวเนี
push to just choose, you know, even though it wasn't necessarily clear as it has been in times past. You know, this, this is you know, the, the most harmonious way forward, the most beneficial way forward. Mm. Um, and yeah, it's been, and there's definitely been doubt at times and, and confusion. Yeah, it's just it's different because it feels like the, the implications are a little bit larger, you know, with these particular kind of uh, you know, yes, it's a different set of conditions, but it just feels that way. It's kind of more on that um, the stage of life and so on. Yeah. Um, so I'd just be curious what side of side of things. အလုပ်ပါလုပ်မလဲပဲမှာနေမလဲဆိုတော့သူဆုံးဖြာမယ်ဆိုတော့အရင်တော့ဆိုတော့သူဘဝအတော့တဲ့နေတာလဲလမ
it's hard to, to, to make a decision when, you, when you're yeah. aware that, you know, that the wisdom is maybe not sufficient to, to meet the demand of what you're facing. It feels like you're kind of in the dark a little bit and you're making a choice in the dark. Yes, it's true. He says when there's not enough wisdom, it just feels hard. Yeah. It's difficult to amount. He says do as best you can. That's all that you can do. Yeah. <coughs> If we knew it all, he said there would be no problems. <laughs> if we knew it all, there would be no problems. <laughs> he says, you will see, as your wisdom grows, the more wisdom there is, the fewer you see things as problems. Yeah, you don't see things as problems anymore. You see more and more that these are experiences from which you learn more and more. He says, it always feels like a problem when we, when the mind is agitated about it. And agitation generally means that, that you know, unwholesome qualities are present. And if you look in, you will see not only the delusion, which is pre- presenting itself as indecision or confusion or whatever, but there's also maybe shades of greed, like expectations, um, you know, ambitions, aversion, you know, judgment of what you have, and all sorts of things, or what could be. You know. Before Seattle became a monk, in his life he had got to a stage where he said it felt like that. His mind felt really strong and very clear. And he says, nothing that presented itself felt like a problem. It was either not so great, great, or really great. It was just like things had shades. That was the reality. And his mind totally accepted it and understood that. And he was okay with it. And he would face it the way he could. And he was, he understood what was possible, what was not. And he was, you know, had was okay with stuff like that and, and that wisdom made everything seem possible to the degree you know that it was yeah. so if we are able to live with the all of it he says, truly our suffering decreases. So, um, two things. wanted to check with Sayadaw about um, the continuity of awareness 
And he uses the uh, phrase of checking things. Mm -hmm. What I've been doing today has felt more like tracking. Mm -hmm. And um, what's um, evolving is there's sort of a, a growing sense at, in, the, in the heart of when things are wholesome. When the, when the attitude and the awareness are um, working together, mm -hmm. then there's this... Uh, you mean with the meta, right, uh, right attitude yes, and awareness? Yes, so there's a, a, a meta feeling. And then there's a sense of it kind of diminishing when there's a defilement coming in. Mm -hmm. and, and so it's been a, a day of, of steadiness of being able to just track sort of like a, a brightness or a, a, a shade of, of growing uh, less. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think that, and then I had another question about okay. something. ก็ก็เช็คเนี่ยอันนี้ซะซะหมดเนี่ยเช็คเนี่ยเช็คกินตรงเนี่ยสิก็เราก็ตัวดีนี่เช็คกินหมดแทร็กกิ้งแทร็
you know, his story is so compelling around depression, and I don't have that same kind of compelling experience, but there's just this sense of, okay, so what's important? Can, can, is it possible to just stay here? Mm, yeah. To stay with the process. Yeah. ผู้สาวโอ้โหยามเนี่ยแหละสาวกูตุพัดอ่ะอาชีพเพียรดิเพรสชั่นผิดตัวอาจารย์กูตุพัดอ่ะอย่างเสร็จกูจะเสียกล
Vi har bedt dig om jer. Jeg er I think it's just not well phrased. Mm. It says, page 116, the advantage of watching feelings as a physical object without any thinking is that feelings are associated with the mind. And what he means is actually watching, using the word colloquially in English, as in like feelings as sensations in the body that reflect what you're feeling, what we talked about yesterday. Mm -hmm. Um, so is feelings here the vedanas that I talk about, or is that the? No, don't use the word vedanas. The word feeling is even wrong here. Okay, so it's yeah. confusing because. So it's sort of like the advantage of watching um, the physical feeling in the body <coughs> that reflects your state of mind. Physical, physical sensations sensation. in your body that reflect your state of mind. Without thinking, without thinking about it, without like feeding the thinking mind, you know, which is feeding the, the state of mind. Um, the advantage of looking at the physical sensations is that those sensations, so <coughs> the word feeling is wrong here, those sensations are associated with the mind, as in like they're a reflection of what the mind feels. And when the sensations calm down, you are still in contact with the content of the mind, or what is happening in the mind, so that's okay. what I understand, because the term feeling is misleading, it's mm -hmm. sensations, it's not feeling. Mm -hmm. Yes, right? I'm oh. very sorry that I... <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so to, to continue, just a, a report on this morning, during the first session, we'll Sado uh, giving instruction, and again the mind was quiet, and uh, there was reflection about there's no obvious loba uh, dosa, but the mind knows that there is anusa yes, there is, you know, and and sure enough, someone why during the instruction being given, someone is clearing their throat. So my heart of hearing couldn't hear the instructions. So the aversion arose right there. So that, and the mind feel, oh, this is, I'm right, you know, because the study is there. That's, that's why I, I can get upset because I couldn't hear the instruction. So by reflecting the, the, uh, the version kind of, you know, didn't last. It just, and then the mind became quiet again. So. Mm -hmm. You need to ไอ้เสียงเปียร์อ่ะมันมีเด้อโหลบะดอดอ่ะมันติดดาวอืมไอ้เสียงเปียร์อ่ะมันมีเด้อโหลบะดอดอ่ะชิดหนังดีเด้
So it was not even hidden, it was there. It was just subtle, and you didn't notice. And the aversion that arose is like an arrow pointing you to the greed that has been frustrated. <coughs> You've read about his pendulum theory? In the books, yeah. So that's it. Yeah. He also spent many, many times being frustrated um, because he couldn't hear his teacher speaking. Because his teacher has a very soft voice. <laughs> Yes. And Sayadaw might say, you noted this request, and, but I was reflecting uh, in the lunch line on Sayadaw's relationship to his teacher. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if Sayadaw might share a story about uh, his teacher really helping him through a very difficult time in his practice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hello? <laughs> Because his teacher could do nothing to help him. (laughs) His teacher only said one thing keep practicing. His teacher said, In the beginning, it's like stepping on pots and pans. (laughs) He only encouraged him to keep practicing. That's all. Mm-hmm. Only said, keep going. It's difficult in the beginning. It's okay. Keep going. Keep trying. <laughs> <laughs> it's difficult. He would go and complain. Oh, it's so hard. It's so hard. <laughs> the good thing is that he, he said he was in a state where he could not practice. It was worse if he didn't practice, so he just had to practice. But, um, yeah, his teacher couldn't actually directly help, help him in any way. He had to find his way himself. His teacher's support was to say, um, keep practicing. And behind that, yeah. But he did find his teacher as a, a figure, you know, someone that he's known all his life. As someone he trusts, who's kind. He said, he felt energized being around his teacher. His teacher inspired him just by being there. Mm-hmm. Just, like he would visit his teacher and just seeing him made him feel better. And sometimes when he felt like he was really in the pits and if Seattle was away from his monastery, he would find out where he was and go there. <laughs> just so he could see him. <laughs> and always, of course, to practice. <laughs> He says, and it, when he got a chance to be with his teacher and practice wherever his teacher was, it always felt stronger. He felt more yeah, energized, motivated, whatever. Yeah. He says, in the end, what's important is what comes out in this mind. That motivation, that strength, that, that um, everything must, like this mind must learn to become independent. He says, and he's not here anymore. Where should he go now? Himself, he's already huge. Yeah, make yourself a little bit. Yes. Is there someone who's practiced? Or I'd ask the question. You go ahead. 
Uh, following up on what Dan said, on the anniversary of, of your teacher's passing, um, you, you obviously were very fond of him, and I wonder if maybe you could uh, share a, a fond recollection, um, something about his teacher that his favorite memory is of Seattle asking him why do you breathe <laughs> and the consequences of that <laughs> he spent a week trying to find out why he breathes <laughs> he wanted so much to find the answer and he was watching with so much greed he couldn't find the answer but when he gave up it came to him <laughs> When he gave up and he just began, just was just doing the normal meditation, then he saw it clearly. But it's because of all that accumulated effort and awareness. And then at that time, it was so clear. There was this process going on, wanting to breathe, breathing, wanting to, yeah, this process there. Yeah. Of course, there are many stories, he says, but this is one of the episodes that really hooked him into meditation. Yeah. The, the flavor of finding out something on your own, he really. Um, <clears throat> he really got that, you know, that this is great. And, and that made him willing to always explore. N- not to have the answer, but just to explore. Yeah. Yes. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, so even though you say that your teacher is not here, but when they were saying that are things of his teacher, does he have what does he feel? He feels strong. He feels confident. Anytime he thinks of his teacher, his mind feels um, full of wholesomeness. Nothing unwholesome in there when he thinks of his father. All positivity, nothing negative. He didn't fear his teacher at all. Total love. His teacher was not a fearsome person. Lovely, he said. His teacher was lovely. He says, whatever he went to tell his teacher, his teacher would listen to him. He would tell him about all his... Crazy exploits. He loved talking to his teacher so much. He said, 
and that when he met his teacher, he would just he would just pour his life out to his teacher. His father didn't understand him. But his teacher understood him very well because he told his teacher everything, and his teacher never, never scolded him, never blamed. Never, never, never even said to him, "You shouldn't do something or that's naughty." Nothing. Just listen. At home, he was the black sheep. Everybody said he was naughty. <laughs> when he went to the monastery, his teacher would never say he was bad. He would say, "There's a lot of good in you." <laughs> he says, "And if he didn't, I mean, he says." Doesn't it make sense? You would want to talk to this guy, right? <laughs> Who else would he talk to? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because one time he was speaking to his teacher and he was like animated, you know, like really into it. Like, when he's like, oh, he, had, he was like lost in the throes of his story and forgot himself. And his teacher was really interested. His teacher was sort of leaning in, looking at him and, and you know, trying to listen. His teacher was also totally focused on him. And he said, as he was talking, suddenly he noticed how carefully his teacher was listening to him. And he said, it's sort of, jolted him and he suddenly felt really weird. He said suddenly he didn't feel he didn't he didn't feel simple or honest any, like he couldn't tell it like it was. And he said the moment his teacher noticed that he'd stopped his teacher backed off. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and now he says, looking back, he realizes sort of what his teacher was doing. He says, when someone is lost in the in what they want to say, he says they're they're revealing their their true um, character, sort of thing, like the. the, the stuff oh, they yeah, they're revealing in the way they speak, the things they say, the words they choose. The, the, the topic they're speaking about, it reveals their inner uh, world. And he, he realizes his teacher was just really interested to see that. Like, what is, the, what is being revealed here? How is, the mind How is this mind working? You know, for him, every, for his teacher, he believes, everything was the study of nature. His teacher... Um, had very piercing eyes. He had um, really dark, piercing eyes. Um, bright and eyes. Yeah, very bright. Yeah. <laughs> and he says when Sierra would turn and look at someone, he says some people would be scared, they would feel nervous. And he said that's because these people, you know, were worried about what was in their hearts <laughs> or minds. Yeah. So I don't want to do a part of that. Do I have to do that? I'm not. Yeah. And he says, as that child, he, he realizes, he thought, he's, look, oh, he's looking at me. 
But actually, he realizes the teacher was not looking at him, person, but the mind. What you know, the the the, the flow of mind that was being revealed. Yeah. So, when does Yoda start to be mindful of when he's speaking? ตัวเชียร์เปียสกับเปียวอ่ะเนี่ยจริงมั้ยเนี่ยลูกสะอาดตัวเปียวปาล่ะดูอะโกลุ่มตะดิทานี่เนาะตั้งเสียวตะดิ
was going to end up just talking about himself all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. ไอ้จังแค่เนี่ยเยสโหตะตะนี่กิริตาตะลอมโหดามิ่วอะโหดะบลอกซูเลซูดูนี่เนาะซูดาเมสินาเนี่ยอืมดูเนี่ยไอ